0: Amen, it's good to be in the house of the Lord, Um, there's a lot of things out in the world that will pull pull any of us out, and I always think to myself, you know, if if you can even just crawl in, crawl up those steps and get inside here, you know you're going to be all right. Amen. Life is worth living because the Lord Jesus Christ arose. And if you can just keep yourself in the house of God, I talk with many people and they'll, they'll say, well, church is full of, of hypocrites. And I'll say, well, that's where hypocrites belong. Yeah. They're trying to get some help, you know. Um, I believe the real hypocrites are the ones that don't come to church. Because they're supposed to be in church. They're Christian, not in church. You know? It's the other way around. And as God's people, it's important. Because this is important to Him. And it's good for us to be here. And uh, I know everybody has ups and downs. But as long as you know the truth, and as long as you believe it, we're going to talk today on the full armor of God. In Ephesians chapter six: the full armor of God. Ephesians chapter six. There's a difference be- I'm sorry, Ms. Holdsworth, yeah. Yeah, the kids can be dismissed. They've already been dismissed. And As you get to know me, you're going to see that I'm very messed up. and I need all the help I can get. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. We we're in the same club. <laughs> when you find it, Ephesians chapter 6, if you would, stand with me. We're going to read verse 10. If everybody was all that, anybody was all that, you wouldn't need the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but when, when you th- look at somebody and say, man, I wish I was like them. They have it all together. Nobody does. Amen. Nobody does. Only Christ. Amen. The ones that have it most together are the ones that learn that they don't and they need Christ. Amen. Verse 10: Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Ephesians chapter 6. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Notice it's not your strength. It's not your strength. Your strength will run dry. Your strength will create pride in your own heart. Your strength will uh, let you down. It will fail at some point because you will get attacked in a point where you've never thought was possible. And then what will you do there? You will face a battle one day that your strength uh, cannot compare to. You need God's strength and in the power of his might. And this is how you do that. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God. It's not your armor. Nobody brings to the table in a spiritual battle, in, in, in our walk with God, any of your attributes. You so that person is gifted. That person has a great memory. Oh, that, they, they, read, they can read the Bible because they're, they're, they love reading. Now, the Bible is a spiritual book. The best readers of the world don't read the Bible. They don't want to. Amen. They'll rather, they would rather read books about the Bible than read the Bible. That's how it is. But you get a person who can only read a couple words here and there, and they get fed from God's word, putting on the armor of God. It's not our armor. It's the armor of God. And he allows us to partake in that. That ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That's the tricks of the devil, the deceitfulness of the devil. And if you haven't learned yet that the devil deceives, you got to get that through your heart. The devil is a deceiver. And he will deceive you again and again and again, day after day after day. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's physical issues, physical problems against each other, against ourself, our own flesh. That's not our warfare but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. There's a spiritual battle. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. They may be able to withstand an evil day. And having done all to stand, verse 14, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication, for all saints. Let's pray. Lord, thank you, Father, for allowing us to partake in the full armor of God. I pray, Lord, uh, that as I examine my own life, you know, I've, I've not been doing this. Uh, I expected you just to work things out. I expect that you, your hand just to always protect me. Lord, when this is what you've given us to protect us. And we have to, on our own, by ourselves, do these things that we can stand in these last days. I pray you give us grace to do so, Lord. Lord, give us a willing heart. Help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. It's the full armor of God. Notice it doesn't say uh, some of the armor where you're lacking. If If you're not built with these qualities, come on, Juan, come in here. If you're not built with these qualities, uh, then take what you need. No. You know, we're all vulnerable to the devil's attacks. It's a spiritual battle. And as spiritual, uh, we can only contribute in the flesh. There's nothing spiritual about us. We need the Lord in every part. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. You know, we let the devil trip us up with flesh and blood matters, uh, contention in our own heart. Um, husband and spouse arguments, uh, contention in the church, uh, relationships with each other, that's all flesh and blood. If it's a person, it's flesh and blood. And we allow the devil to get in there and disrupt our walk with God. Now, if we're going to stand, you have to do these things. We, you, we have to, verse 11, put on the whole armor of God. There's no strength within any of us. There's no strength to combat any wiles of the devil. The devil will outsmart us. The devil is stronger. The devil is smarter. The devil has more resources. And yes, God is with us, but he is telling us here that we need him, that we need to put on the full armor of God, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. we got to put it on. We assume uh, just because we uh, got saved, just because maybe we show up to church, that that automatically happens. And just because maybe God blesses you and just because he's delivered you from some things and just because you're, you're able to walk with him, that that automatically happened, right? People assume today that we, you just have all, uh, all kinds of faith in your life. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm just gonna walk by faith. Well, do you have faith? Do you know what faith means? Uh, we assume that we have all this patience. Right, We assume always that we're okay, but often find, uh, oftentimes we find that we're not okay. We need to depend on God. We're not okay. We need the Lord. We need His strength, strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. God has to have a mighty hand in your life. His hand has to be mighty in your relationship. His hand has to be mighty in your day-to-day walk. You are not strong enough. Now, the devil will leave you alone if you're just going about your life doing nothing for God. But you're not exempt to the devil's attack. You've already been influenced. You've already been deceived. But if you're to get out of that mess in your own heart, and you know because you're living an empty heart. You're living an empty life. Just like before you got saved, The Bible says you've forgotten that you were purged from your own sin. And the Holy Spirit of God can no longer bear any witness with you. And sometimes you even forgot, uh, you doubt that you even got saved. Because there's no bearing witness with one another with the Holy Spirit of God that you are a child of God. You allowed the devil to creep in. You allowed sin to creep in once again. And he tripped you up. The devil got me many times. And the devil will maybe get me many more times. But one thing I want to bring out, there's a difference between understanding that, there's a difference between knowing that, and there's a difference between believing that. Belief is of the heart. It's going to drive you. It's going to take you to higher places when you believe something. The Bible says, take unto you, verse 13, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. you got to put it on. you got to take it unto yourself. This is something you have to do. It's not going to happen naturally. It's not going to happen automatically. This is something you're going to have to stand up in your own life and take on and put on. It will never happen elsewise. Take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, verse 14, stand therefore, having your loins gird about with truth. Truth, living truth. And I believe that this is talking about being truthful to your own self, about your own life, about your walk, about what's really going on. The devil is a liar from the beginning. And he will lie to you. Listen, I've, I've talked with people. The devil can convince, there could be a man living in, a, in an adulterous life. And the devil will Convince that man that he's okay. That why he's doing that, there's a reason why. And he will believe that what he's doing is all right. Listen, I've talked to many people, and you, they had an understanding that it was wrong. But in their own heart, they didn't believe that it was wrong. And that's why they've always struggled with the same old things because they didn't have the true core truth and belief that what they struggled with was wrong. You're going to have to tell yourself, you're going to have to talk this, without, uh, talk this out with God and say, God, I believe that what I'm doing is a sin. You may have an understanding that it is. You may have a conscious awareness that the Bible says it's wrong. But do you believe that it's wrong? And when you utmost believe it's wrong, most likely you're going to shy away from it. Most likely there's going to be some walls set about. You're going to have to girt your loins about with the truth of your way. This is your loin area. It's, it connects your legs to your upper body. It's what takes you to to places. It's why you go certain routes. It's why you do things that you do. You're going to have to gird about yourself with truth. Now, I used to play uh, high school football. And I had fun. I was a very big, strong guy in, in, in high school, so I liked uh, tackling and, and I loved it. I loved getting hit. I loved hitting others, and it was a fun thing. But, and one of the fundamental things of football, I stuck with the fundamentals, and it works. One of the fundamentals of football in tackling and in blocking is when, you, when you're approaching somebody, especially if they're very fast, they start doing all that, all that dancing to... to uh, to trip you up, or try to escape you. Well, guess what, it didn't work with me. You know why, because I stuck with the fundamentals. The fundamentals of tackling somebody is you don't look at their hands, you don't look at their legs, you focus on the loins, you focus on the hips, because the hips stay stationary. And wherever the hips go, that's where they're gonna go. Their legs could be going everywhere. Their arms could be waving and dancing everywhere else. Their legs can be going this way and their arms can be going the other way. But the hips will take them where they're going. So you block out the arms, you block out the legs, and you just focus on those hips. And you smash them things as hard as you can. (laughs) And while they're moving all around, guess what they're doing? They're just wasting time. Because I'm not looking at all that. I'm like a freight train running for those loins. And the more they're dancing around, the longer they're there. They can dance around all they want. But I was focused on hitting those loins, smashing them, and they got smashed. That's the loins. That's what we got to gird about with truth. The devil... He dances and and, and flashes, but if if you're not girt about with truth, the devil can deceive you into doing the most abominable sins, And you will be thinking it's okay. You have to be girt about with truth. You have to say, Lord, this is a sin. Lord, I believe it's wrong. Lord, I believe I'm not in the right way. Not I know I'm not in the right way. Lord, I believe it. Belief is of the heart. Knowledge is of the mind, of your conscience. And oftentimes, our heart is separate from our mind. Our heart is separate from our conscience. Our heart does what it does and every in, uh the rest of us is doing something different or believing something different. But what your heart is focused on, what it truly believes, that's what you're going to wind up doing. You've got to have some convictions about it. You've got to have some core beliefs and ask God to help you with this and girt your loins with truth. I want everybody to close your eyes for a moment. Close your eyes. Just for a minute. Think about what you struggle with. Think about what separates you and God often. Think about what gets you in trouble in your life. Think about what hinders you. Can you say that you believe it's wrong? Can you think about it and say, you know what? It's wrong. I believe it's wrong. Or do you just know it's wrong? Can you firmly say, God, this is a sin. It's wrong. I believe it's wrong. Can you firmly say it? Can you firmly take initiative to gird gird your loins with truth, the truth and knowledge of the word of God about your situation? Can you do that? For some things you may find you can't. You can open your eyes if you're ready. You got to gird your loins about with truth. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Surrounded, sh- sh- uh, buckled tightly with truth. And don't lose it. Don't lose it. You're going to lose some battles. But you didn't lose the war. You're going to get your feet wet sometimes with some things, but it doesn't mean you have to dive in. Why? Because you believe it's wrong. You believe it's a sin. And you believe that if you do that, it's going to hurt your walk with God. Don't let the devil deceive you. There was a lady, she was walking by outside, and uh, she she said, "Are you the pastor here?" I said, "Yes, yes, ma'am. I am." And she said, "Oh, well, you're not one of them churches that preach against uh, homosexuality and everything else in the world that's going on now and feminism." I said and she said, "And, and, and, and you guys hate, hate uh, all, all the, those groups." I said, "Well, yes, we preach against." that, but no, we don't hate them. And she, she was a uh, big leader in, in, in uh, some of these movements and all. I said, you see, sin is sin, and we're all sinners. But hiding that or just covering it up or calling it that it's okay doesn't help anyone. In fact, it hurts them. And I said, I'm sure if you know any of uh, people that struggle with those sins, you're going to find out that most of them are cover their sadness and emptiness with drugs, cover their emptiness with alcohol, partying, and cover themselves up. Maybe are very suicidal. And I just. Uh, gave her some Bible verses. And you know what? The Bible, um, as the Bible says, you'll shut the mouth of the gainsayers. And what happened, she was completely speechless. And she started thinking of all her good friends. All her good friends that were involved with, the, with that community. And she said, you're right. All of my friends... Many times try to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Hooked on drugs. Alcoholics. I said, you see, none of us are different. I said, we have an amazing God that saves sinners. No matter how great the sin is, he'll take a sinner and wash him white as snow. And give him a life that's worth the living because he lives. I think the people who hate him are the ones who don't speak up against it. A true friend loveth at all times. The Bible says, the wounds of a friend, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. You saying, everything's okay, just go on your way. That's an enemy, the Bible says. But one that says, let me help you. Let me help get you out. Let me tell you about a Savior. That's a true friend. That's one that loves somebody else. Take unto you the full armor of God. Girt your loins about with truth. The Bible says, and having on the breastplate of righteousness covers your chest, all your vital organs, where we would get attacked. That's the, uh, the largest portion of your body, deadliest part, is right up here. The Bible says, cover it with righteousness. In Psalm 23, he leadeth in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. The Bible says, uh, wine taketh away the heart. Alcohol takes away the heart of man, pleasures. You got different wines in the Bible. People think of when you read wine, it's just the wine you drink. You got probably about 10 different wines in the Bible. Alcohol, pleasure, takes away our heart. What God is trying to build, you're allowing it to get taken away because of the, uh, the devil getting in there and robbing you from your strength as a man of God or a woman of God that he's trying to form you to be. We've got to make some decisions in our life. If, you're able, if you want to stand for God in this evil day, you're able to, if you take unto the form of God. Your first step is to girt your loins with truth, calling good, good, and evil, evil. This world has flipped it around in these last days. They're calling evil. They're calling it good now. They're saying uh, the word of God, it's, it's an old book. You don't need to listen to it anymore. That was for yesterday. That, that's it. Yeah, it's good. It guided us up to this point, but it's not needed anymore. We've, we've come to an age of enlightenment, enlightenment, and we don't need it anymore. Guess what? This book hasn't ended yet. Amen? Amen. With revelation, it's still yet to come. And this is not an old book, it's an eternal book. It has no date, it has no time, but yet it tells tomorrow. Thank God for the beautiful Word of God. And if you want to stand in these last days, you're able to by taking unto you the full armor of God. Your first step is to be honest with yourself. You know, it's not just sin. There's good things that take us out from God's word, too, in our walk with God. I can allow work to take me away from God. And a lot of times it does. I wake up. God, I don't, I, I'm too busy today. I don't have time for you. And I'll say, that, I'll say that, and you don't think it happens to me. It happens to me all the time. And God is beating my mind, the door of my mind, the door of my heart in Read my word, read my word, just stop, read my word. Lord, I know I I have to, uh, I'm too busy, I, I I gotta get going. I'll stop and read my Bible later. And next thing you know, I'm stuck in a traffic jam. Next thing you know, the job doesn't go right. Problem after problem after problem. And it's not just about time, it's my heart. My wicked heart. Devil getting in there in my day causing some turbulence, and that's me. That's one of my days, and it happens sometimes too often, more than I want. But the times when I just say, you know what? Forget this world. I'm spending time with my God. Forget work. I'm spending time with my God. And I'll sit there and read read my Bible, pray, and feed my soul, and spend time with God, and get strength from Almighty God. Take on the armor of God. And somehow, it seems like I have more time in the day. And I'll be on time. No traffic. Job just goes so smooth. And I make it home early. How? Put on the full armor of God. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If we try to live in our own strength, especially if you think you're strong and you, know, you, you, you need to accomplish something in your life, put on the armor of God. It's a battle you can't fight. You think you can accomplish it. That's your heart. That's your will. God's will for you is to live. You're trying to survive. God wants you to live. And you're never going to live until you walk with God. You try to save your life, you'll lose it. But when you try to, when you lose your life for his sake, that's when you find it, and you have a life worth living. Breastplate of righteousness. And we're going to close with this one. The breastplate of righteousness. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. The Bible says sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness exalteth a nation. It can exalt a whole nation. It can exalt a family. It can exalt a person. Where does our righteousness lie? The Bible says Christ is the end of the law for righteousness' sake. The Bible says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. It's just keeping your heart right with God. And he he instills in you his righteousness. It's not our righteousness. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. It's his righteousness. As we walk with the Lord daily, you're taking on his righteousness. You're claiming his goodness. You're claiming his mercy. And he leads you in a path of his righteousness for his name's sake. The Bible says, let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Your willingness to let go of your flesh, let go of the world and walk with the Lord, walk with the Savior. That's taking on the breastplate of righteousness, wearing Christ as your breastplate, wearing Christ as your armor, wearing Christ to protect your main vitals and showing the devil that we can't hit here. You can't hit my heart. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. Devil, you can't uh, attack me. You can't shoot me right here. Because my righteousness lies in Christ. He's the accuser of the brethren, the Bible says. The accuser. And when you fall, he's going to point that big old finger at you. Making you feel terrible. Making you feel no good. Making you feel unworthy making you feel like a dirty old sinner. But you know what you can say? Devil, you're right. I am all those. But this armor I wear around my heart, it's not my righteousness. It's his righteousness. And although you see me not put it on sometimes, I still got it. Because I'm saved by the blood of the Lamb. Amen? I just walk out those doors sometimes and don't put it on. But when I do, I'm protected. Watch out, devil. Devil. I can stand against all the tricks and deceit that you have because I put that armor on. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. You got to take that off if you want to live in sin. You can't walk with Christ. The Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Regard means to secure and protect it. Call it okay. Call it right. Or maybe just not even call it out. But being honest with yourself and say, Lord, I believe this is wrong. Although I struggle with it, I don't want it. Although it's an offense and a reproach to me, it comes between me and you, Lord. Give me grace, oh God. In these last days, not the fall of sin. That's taking on the armor of God. It's not your armor. It's not you living perfect. It's taking his armor, and putting on the armor of God. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. That breastplate of righteousness. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. You can't live in sin and wear the armor of God. Although you fall sometimes into sin, although you mess up, you can't stay there. You get up and you stand. And having done all to stand, you stand with that armor of God, putting on the full armor of God. Your loins gird about with truth and the breastplate of his righteousness. The Bible says if you do these things... We covered two. We're going to continue next week. If you do these things, you're going to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. How many want to stand? How many are tired of getting taken out by the devil? How many are sick and tired of getting taken out, not just by the devil, but your own self? Your own self is hard to deal with. Who you are, your flesh is just so wicked. It it will consume you. We don't need the help of the devil, but the devil makes it worse. But thank God we have the power of God, the strength of God. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And if you do these things, I promise you, you'll be able to stand. You'll be able to be strong, secured, strengthened, and fighting for God. In these last wicked days. Girt yourself with truth. Call sin, sin. And believe it in your heart. Get some convictions for your own self, not for others. For you. For me. Call sin, sin. And take on righteousness of Christ. And wear it. I'm saved by the blood. Let's pray. Lord, thank you, Father, for allowing us to be able to wear your armor. Lord, we surely wouldn't fit it. Lord, we we surely don't deserve to wear it. But God, you allowed us to have it. And I pray, oh Lord, that you help us. If we don't take it, if we don't put it on, we'll we'll never be wearing it. Lord, all of us as individuals have to take this time and go through our own heart Make sure we're wearing this armor every day. Lord, I pray that you'll you just steal heart, speak to us. Lord, any areas in our life where we're not calling it out, we're not girding ourselves with truth. Lord, we're allowing the devil to just pass the time. We may have an understanding that it's wrong, we may have a knowledge that it's wrong, we may even have verses, but deep down in our heart, we don't believe it. For if we believed it, We will do more not to do it. Lord, I pray you help us all in Jesus' name. Every head bowed, let's all stand. If God spoke to your heart, piano playing, if God spoke to your heart, every head bowed, every eye closed, would you come on down and pray? Come down and pray. Ask God, Lord, help me to put this armor on. But if you're here today and you do not know Christ as your personal Savior, You don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. I invite you to come and talk with somebody up here. Say, Pastor, I I need help to put on this armor. I'm going to raise my hand because I want God to see me. I'm serious about this thing. I'm tired of getting attacked and fallen. I need that armor. I need that armor as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a woman, wife, mother. I need that armor. I'm going to raise my hand. Would you raise your hand? I'll pray for you. Raise your hand. I need that armor. I'm tired. I'm tired of falling. I get attacked, I need that armor. I see those hands, God bless you, God bless you. Anybody here does not know Christ as your savior, you are not sure that if you died today, you'd go to heaven, you're not sure. You can say in your heart, I've been in church, I've tried to live as a good person, But I am not sure that if I died right now, I'd go to heaven. Would you raise your hand? You'd like to know for sure that if you die, you'd go to heaven. Anybody like that in this room? You're not sure if you die, you'd go to heaven. Anybody like that at all? Lord, thank you, O God, for all you've done. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be, um, more protected. And, uh, Lord, your hand definitely has preserved us. Father, we should be all consumed. Lord, uh, with or without that armor on, Lord, we should all be consumed. Lord, you you, uh, promise to preserve us till the day you come. And, Lord, Lord, just the um, ability to be able to withstand in this day. Father, we need to take advantage of that. We need some integrity as your people. Um, I pray, Lord, that we would, as individual Christians, Lord, take advantage of that armor. Be girt about with truth. Lord, truth only comes from your word. And I pray, Lord, that we would get into our Bibles and read them, digest it, and live, Lord, as truthful people. Be honest with ourself. And Lord, take on that breastplate of righteousness. Lord, I pray you bless this week. Father, I pray you'll uh, help us, Lord, to uh, come back Wednesday. And um, Lord, um, protect us, lead us not into temptation. Deliver us, O oh God, from evil. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. Um, remember, we have Wednesday evening prayer service, 7 o'clock. Come on out and join us. And we also have uh, the men meet together at 6.30 to pray. If you want to come at 6.30 to pray. And um, say hello to our visitors in the back before you go. And I pray you have a, a blessed week.